Okay, good morning, everyone. Uh, let's pray. Father God, uh, another Passion Week leading up to the ultimate sacrificial lamb who died on the cross for our sins is upon us. Oh, holy God, it is because of Jesus's death and resurrection that we are able to live eternally with you. And that reminder is most prevalent during this week. Please prepare our hearts to focus in on your word during this week's daily prayer, this week's daily breath, and please give Pastor Paul the words to convey your message. Thank you again for the cross, and we pray for all these things in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. For the Passion Week 2021, we are going to meditate on the last hours of Jesus from Gethsemane to Golgotha in the Gospel of Mark. As I said before, Mark is basically the passion narrative with an extended introduction. Here, Mark chapter 14 and 15, which we will meditate this week, are the nuclear of the passion narrative. So today we will read and meditate Mark chapter 14, verse 32 to 42. Mark chapter 14, 32 to 42. I'm going to read a text and we're going to individually meditate about for, you know, five minutes and we will share with each other about five minutes and then I will share mine briefly. Verse 33, they went to a place called Gethsemane and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him and he began to deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with a sorrow to the point of death. He said to them, stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to the Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more, he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Amen. Let us the name Gethsemane in Hebrew, Gat-Samanim, literally means oil press. It was located on the bottom of Mount Olives. Here, olives are pressed in order for juices and oils to come forth. Today, Jesus was pressed, according to Isaiah 53, as he will be crushed for our iniquities. So Jesus was pressed, just like olive fruits is pressed. But he was pressed. 
to give us his eternal life. Gethsemane was a familiar place. So if I have a three quick uh, thing is that uh, Gethsemane, uh, Jesus in familiar place, Jesus in fear, and Jesus in father, and Jesus in faith. All three fours. Now, Gethsemane was in familiar place for Jesus and disciples. Verse 32 said they went to a place called the Gethsemane. Often Jesus came here to pray. And Luke chapter 22, 39 said Jesus went out as usual to the Mount Olives and his disciples followed him. So it's a very familiar place to Jesus and his company. And John 18, 2 said now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place because Jesus has often met there with his disciples. So this is a very familiar place. And uh, also, uh, today's uh, Jesus prayer at Gethsemane is the third time for Jesus praying in the Gospel of Mark. And Gospel of Mark has a three time, uh, mentioned Jesus praying three times. Uh, Mar uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 35, at the beginning of his ministry, and Mark chapter 6, 40, uh, verse 46, in the middle of his ministry, after defeating a multitude with five loaves and two fish. And then today. So if you notice, Mark placed a prayer at the beginning, at the middle, at the end of Jesus' life. And it implies that Mark saw that this incident, prayer, uh, prayer, prayers of Jesus, the fundamental you know, principles to understand Jesus and his mission. Prayer anchors Jesus' life and ministry. Jesus was victorious in life because he was vigilant in prayer. Jesus was definitely, our Lord was a prayer warrior. And uh, Golgotha, as someone said, was a rehearsal. I mean, a Garden of Gethsemane was a rehearsal of a Golgotha. Now, Second thing that I noticed today's passage is obviously Jesus in fear. Verse 35, going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. And later Jesus asked, Father, if possible, uh, remove the cup from me. Both hour and cup are the same thing. The wrath of God, the judgment of God facing all sinners. Now that Jesus is about to receive. It is interesting that here again, Jesus fell to the ground. You know, we imagine Jesus graciously kneeling before God and pray, you know, piously or, you know, reverently. We don't see that picture here today. He literally felt the, uh, the weight upon his shoulder, just like almost Jesus on the on the hour of uh, just crucifixion, that he couldn't carry his cross, he was collapsed under the under the weight of the cross, and the Simon of Simon of Siren has to help him out. That's the same thing happening here. Our Lord felt on the to the ground, and Jesus felt. Jesus said he felt greatly troubled, and terrified and distressed. The word for greatly distressed, later used for 
the woman who saw angel in the empty tomb in the Mark 16. Literally, it means frightened, frightened. It's a shuddering fear. This is almost like a panic attack. Jesus is having a panic attack. Fear pulses through his body. His heart rate would, would probably sped up. His mind flooded with a thought and temptation to run from the moment. And I bet Satan is at his best. Run away. For just forget about it. Go back to heaven. Or take the glory and destroy it without the cross. Or destroy all your enemies. Use your power for yourself. Once, at least once, once in life. What a stunning scene we find here. The God of glory is in fear. Here is a one who never blinked in the face of evil and persecution, nor flinched before his enemies, yet now in a very familiar garden, going to the one who is the most familiar to him, Jesus is a totally turned upside down. Dear brothers and sisters, are you going through some kind of fears and anxiety? Jesus knows fear. And Jesus understands fear far better than anyone. And third thing I see in this passage is that Jesus said, Abba, verse 36, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. Jesus is never said to utter Abba until here. Do you know? He did an earlier point in his life, but in the Gospel of Mark, this is the only time he recorded Jesus calling God as Abba. Obviously, this is not the first time Jesus called God as a father, as Abba or daddy. But Mark intentionally saved it for this moment. And the other two times that we see uh, actually Abba in the Bible is when Paul mentions it in Romans and Galatians. Abba. Abba is, uh, implies a very familiar and intimate relationship a child has with a father. It is informal, not irreverent. But at the time, Palestinian Judaism, no, there was no evidence ever Abba was used as a personal address to God, to Jewish mind. To use this kind of familiar household turn to God has been disrespectable and definitely inconceivable. But Jesus did not hesitate to speak God as a child to the Father, inwardly, confidently, and intimately. Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not, not what I will, and but what you will. They say this is the final point of uh, uh, our reflection on Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus in faith. What is a faith? Faith is not getting what we want using God's power. That's not what faith is. Faith is a trust. Faith is a trusting God's will more than my desire. Faith is a trusting that God has the best intention in his heart. When I obey God, that is a greater than anything I achieve in this world. That is a faith. Faith is a confidence in God's goodness for us. That is a faith. Do you have that faith? 
Do you have the faith to trust God? Our Lord Jesus has his desires conditioned by his Father's will. To Jesus' Father's will is more important than anything, including his basic human will to survive and avoid the death. And verse 43, Jesus implies that Jesus prayed the same prayer three times as other Gospels you know, mentioned. It is okay to pray the same prayer repeatedly. But why did Jesus pray the same prayer repeatedly? I believe that Jesus wanted to, to, to desire his Father's will 100% with all of his heart and mind and soul. Until that happened, until full surrender happened, Jesus kept going to the Father and prayer becoming a, a battle. And they, Jesus withstood the battle. And, uh, and finally, Jesus was ready. And that's when he said, Come, the hour has come. Betrayer is coming. Let us finish God's work. This Mark's account of Jesus' prayer in Gethsemane is a huge encouragement to his readers, the Roman Christians who are facing the same kind of temptation and trial and literally threat of death. And Mark wrote this, this incident to provide the strength for their own hour of a trial. And later, Hebrew writer said in Hebrew 5, 7, and 8 this way, During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered a prayer and petitions with a fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made a perfect he became the source of salvation for all who obey. Let us submit to the Father, just as Jesus did. And let us experience is a power of a resurrection in our obedience to death. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we can fathom our Lord was fighting our battle in the Garden of Gethsemane. It was not just an olive that was oppressed, but our Lord's soul and body and everything in his being was totally pressed and crushed to give us a life. Help us to remember the true faith is a trusting Father's will above our desire and our plan, or even our wisdom. And when we follow God's will wholeheartedly, there is victory waiting for us. There is a resurrection power is about to rise from us. Heavenly Father, many of us are going through very critical, transitional, and difficult times not just a pandemic, not just an anti-Asian American hatred, but so many uh, levels of a personal life. 
no matter what kind of a Golgotha is awaiting for us. Help us remember, you are our Abba Father, and you will never leave us alone, and you will be with each one of us to the end. Today, Lord, we really thank you, and we surrender our hearts and lives to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.